Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of our podcast. Today I'm with Brendan Petchkrew, who's got an amazing story to share with you. So he's gone from a photocopier boy in a corporate estate agent. He's then joined an independent estate agent and worked his way up the career ladder to become the managing director of that business. He's been on a fantastic salary on a hundred grand a year, and he's given that all up to get back to what he knows and loves and becoming a self-employed estate agent running his own business. I was blown away when I found out how much he will be earning this month. So stay tuned and welcome to Brendan. Thanks for inviting me. Um, so today I want to talk about your journey and your career in estate agency and yeah. how you started and, and where you are today. It's quite a fascinating and interesting story. And a long great, story. Yeah, it'd be great <laughs> to share it with everyone. So like if you could just start with, you know, tell us when did you start and why did you become an estate agent? What was the appeal to it? Um, well, um, it's 20, you know, it's 26 years now. Uh, I know wow. I don't look it, but uh, I started when I was um, 19. So as the uh, photocopy boy back in uh, Connells, actually, yeah. over in Coventry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 26 years on, still doing the same sort of... Uh, photocopying. Well, no, yeah, I've, I've <laughs> actually got on from photocopying, but uh, so still, what, still doing what I love doing all the way so, back then. So tell me, what was the job role that you did then and, and how did you, how did it well, go? You know, I call it photocopy boy, but it was called a, a trainee neg. So basically you'd shadow all of the, what you think were big cheeses back then, the actual estate agents who used to, you know, um, uh, drive around in their courses and they were the, they've made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you used to shadow them and then you'd be sort of gradually allowed to pick up the phone and, you know, books and viewings and, yeah, that's where it all started. Yeah, 19 years old. So, however, I've seen like other, you know, agents come in at 19, even 18 and um, and think, uh, you know, they, um, I, I feel as if I was too young back then. But then I see some of these incredible 18 and 19 year olds coming through who are way above where, you know, I was back then. So it's uh, so started as a negotiator. When did they start letting you out to do valuations or, or did you become, when did you become a valuer and, and what was that like? Um, I mean, it was, uh, so you had training negotiator, then negotiator where you go out and do the viewings, attend, uh, you know, um, viewings at properties with buyers, uh, then valuer, that would be probably two or three years if you've been good at agreeing yeah. the sales. Uh, and can you remember back then, you know, how did you feel about, the job and the role and, and what were your dreams for the future? Um, I mean, everyone's dream is to be the head of a company or, you know, uh, sort of run a business. Um, how was I for probably for the first, well, for the first three months, I didn't sell a house. I came in from a totally different industry. Yeah. Um, but um, then, you know, I had a eureka moment. I remember sitting in my car and listening to this guy called Anthony Robbins and it changed my outlook on life and uh, things started just to fall in place. I'd um, drive into work and probably look in the mirror. I recall looking in the mirror and uh, asking if people would buy a house off me that day and go in with the right sort of mindset. So it's just, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago, but I look back and smile now. Yeah, my mindset is key. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a big fan of, 
Tony Robbins and we've been to one of his events. Yeah. And um, yeah. so it's good to have you know, that it's had a positive impact on your life in, in many ways. Um, so you then became valuer. And yeah. how long were you in that current role, you know, that role for and what, when did you uh, yeah. move from there? I mean, uh, when you say move from there, I'd go out and value houses and then um, the manager in the branch at Coventry would then be promoted and then pretty much you'd all get promoted up. So then I, I was the residential manager, so I'd be able to tell the staff what to do and, you know, organise the diary, exciting stuff like that. And um, How did you find that? Um Good. Yeah. I still liked it because it was very involved still with going out and putting houses on the market and and meeting new people and clients and, you know, giving keys away and all the pleasure that the job gives really. Yeah. And then what happened next? Uh, Then uh, you'd run the branch, which then everything's your responsibility. You've got then the area director calling you weekly or daily for figures. So then it was a bit more high pressured, Um, something that you'd you totally accept um so yeah it's pretty good uh, they took me to um sort of uh, venice and rome and so we were always in the top 10 in the connell's company and they used to treat their uh, you know managers to, to to yearly you know excursions and then i moved over to leamington and uh and ran that branch and so when did we meet well we met uh, it must be 20 years ago, but I think I've been with you for, it must be 17, wow. 17 years now. Can I remember? think I was at Connell's for about 10-ish yeah. years. And then with you for the rest, you, you probably a big proportion of my life has been spent with you, actually. It's um, yeah, a bit unsettling. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so can you remember where you start, you know, you joined, you joined uh, Newman's, um, what, how was that to start with and, and yeah. where did it progress to? Yeah, you look, uh, I thought it was a sidewards, uh, or it, to many people it would seem like a sideward step. Yeah. But um, uh, I was manager, say, well, they called it board of management partner at Leamington, but basically the manager at Connells. Then I moved over to being the manager four doors down at Newman's. So you'd see, you'd think it's a, a sideward step, but with, uh, I think there was about 60 60 odd staff in, in this, in, in the Newman's building as, a, as opposed to say four with Connell. So it was a much bigger operation to, to, to take care of. And I used to always watch the staff at Newman's, whether this is right to say or not. But when you were at Connell's. When I was at Connell's, yeah. you used to always know the people who uh, sort of work at Newman's because they would, they'd always have a bit of a swagger whilst they were walking past the front and whether that was because of the training that was put in place and, they were they they were absolutely on point with what they should be doing, and it then it kind of it projects their body language. I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to be part of it. Yeah. And so, what was your journey like with Newman's, and and uh, when did you end up? Well, we the journey with Newman's. We've experienced everything. I think <laughs> since um, since I joined Newman's, we we'd experienced. Um, the brilliant things like going to the National Association of Realtors over in America, credit crunches, you know, pandemics, yeah. a massive shift in, uh, you know, our company structure going from employed estate agents to self-employed estate agents, yeah. um, opening up so many different branches. The brain, it was all about the branch and the expansion yeah. back then. Yeah. And um, it's it's been um, a good 
but challenging roller coaster. But um, I suppose I never look back and regret even the worst things that have happened uh, in in my life or anything, because then it brings you out where you are now, and yeah. it's a pretty happy place. So, obviously, from my point of view, you just were you know great from the day you started, and you've literally progressed and been an in a, an important and integral part of our business and grown with the business, and eventually got to the top spot. You were running the business uh, as the managing director and basically fulfilled your hopes and dreams of getting that, you know, running a, a business. And, you know, how, what was that like when you reached that point? In your career? Well, um, you know, it was always the aspiration to run the business and it does help when you believe in something that the, the, the you're part of the, 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 you, you believe in what the business is trying to achieve mm. as well. So it's where I wanted to always stay and always will stay. Um, then um, you need to earn your badge to create a bit of influence in, in, in companies. And that comes with, you know, how you are, your leadership and, um, you know, figures, obviously you can't be a failure and get promoted. So, um, for me, it was the pinnacle of uh, my career, looking back, my old career, uh, when I was uh, announced as managing director and I, then the responsibility of all the staff in the company yeah. fell uh, on me. And, uh, you know, it was a very proud moment. Yeah, brilliant. And you did a great job. And But when you get that position and, and you've reached that goal and you've been in that position for some time, is it as good as you expected or was it more? Well, it was, so when, if you remember, mm. the, the my first role as managing director was to set up the hub and change the way that we were, you know, functioning as a business and having a big central training station, recruitment station, a home for the agents to call home and, uh, you know, uh, the sales hub, the sales progression, the design and the print and the shop and uh, accounts and so it's a massive you know um thing to 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 invent really yeah. because nothing of its kind in the midlands compared to it yeah uh of course there's hubs and everything in, in other parts of the country but this is ours and this was the first time that you know it's it's uh, we had no one to learn from mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. um so it's a massive challenge as time went on my time was totally involved in things that I didn't fall in love with the industry for. And that was hopefully what I've been, you know, whether it's trained or nurtured, it's the talent that, you know, I, I, I kind of enjoyed mm. putting people uh, on the market, helping them move uh, the, 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 the whole sort of, um, the whole estate agency part of the business was removed as managing director for me. Yeah. And that's something that I missed. And so at some point, um, and just to fast forward the, the, the story a little bit further, at some point you decided that you want to be running your own business and be your own boss and, and be a self-employed estate agent, getting out and listing and selling houses. So what was the trigger or what point did you say, do you know what, I've had enough, you know, you, you've achieved your goal of being, you know, the top, you know, the pin pinnacle of your career, as you, you mentioned it. And 
maybe it wasn't as rewarding as you had thought it was going to be, but there must have been mm. something you thought, do you know what? There's more, more to this. Yeah. What was the, at what point and what was the um, trigger? And it was, why? Um, it was a, 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 a mm. slow burner to start with where I would start to incorporate my day as managing director and still do the odd one or two appointments. Then yeah. I found, well, I really love doing this again. Yeah. Um, so that's, so I knew I wanted to involve being back, being an estate agent and, you know, even if it didn't have fulfilled the ego of being managing director, which now I'm, I'm a bit too old to, to have such an ego because I've got a little daughter and a wife as well, who's quite demanding. So, um, being happy and being the provider and giving them the lifestyle that they want is, you know, trumps everything. Yeah. And so you made that transition. Um, well, and what? I started to fall in love with, uh, with, with it again, yeah. with uh, estate agency. Then we became in a position where we could open our own estate agency if we wanted to yeah. um, financially, which, you know, is again, was the ambition of 26 years ago. But then I thought, um, you know, what's the point? What's the point in, you know, um, when I've got everything being a partner with you um, and, you know, and having that camaraderie, what's the point in hiring a business, starting to um, create a brand from scratch, something that nobody knows in the areas that I function in, that I know that I've got a community around me, that I've got friends and everyone, you know, lots of people recognize me. Um, why would I, you know, uh, rent a branch, you know, pay a, uh, air conditioning maintenance, get a staff in, lose sleep again when I have the business right under my nose. And that's when we agreed to, you know, start Brendan Pettigrew and partners with, with you. And so you made that decision and obviously, um, there must've been, a some, I guess, fears or concerns about that stepping i mean or were you just no this is the right time i'm just going to do it how did you um, feelings at the time were there any doubts when i the the only doubt that i um you know could have ever th no i didn't have any doubts because i knew that i was a good estate agent yeah. and i knew how to source market appraisals yeah. and the rest just falls into place yeah, yeah. and so tell us about where you are now. So that was probably just over a year, a year ago. ago yeah. um, obviously most of that year has been in a pandemic and, and in lockdown. So it's interesting times. So just tell me how it is, what's life like now? What's, what's your roles and responsibilities and, and yeah. what is it like? Tell me. Um, well, my life now is just, um, I've, I can pick my daughter up from school. Yeah. And if any, any, you know, dad or mom if just even saying that there's there's a lot of gravity behind that really yeah. so you know I've, I've got such a great you know home and I don't want to say it because it just makes me when whenever I hear it but it really you can spend more time with your family that's yeah. I won't call it the balance or anything like that but you know um the I'm I'm I, I've got business which comes to me because of the actions that I do. So I never have to worry about the next house that comes on the market. I've usually got uh, some houses on the waiting list to come on the market with me. 
I only deal with the people I get on most with. Yeah. Um, I end up when we, we complete, I complete their sale as an estate agent, but continue as a friend yeah. in their life as well. So uh, that's, I'm living the, 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 the dream job really. And, um, and the rewards are obviously really good as well. So, so I guess there's a lot of people out there, maybe in the estate agency world now that, have, you know, have got their career planned out. They, they want to work their way up the ladder and become the manager and the area manager and director yeah. and yeah. even managing director, you know, and, and when you look at that role now with hindsight yeah. and what you were doing, and I guess you were managing people, you had meetings, you were, responsible for profits and loss and marketing and, and everything really, you know, looking back and comparing it with where you are now, because you yeah. most people think, no, I definitely want to be that role. And I guess, I mean, I don't, what, what sort of income was that role paying? Just well, the negotiators. No, would be, your, your role is running the business as running the business yeah, before you went self-employed. You know? Um, I mean, uh, if, uh, probably eight, 8,000, 9,000. So maybe a hundred grand a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's good, isn't it? That's like the, the top. And then you've left that to go on your own and be a self-employed estate agent. Now you don't have to worry about anyone else no. <laughs> except for yourself yes. and your clients mm. and your family. Yeah. Um, you're in control of your own destiny and diary. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you're looking fit. I've just seen your, Jim, and how's how is that sort of all working? It's just out? It's, yeah, it's life changing. So I promise to make the house lockdown, uh, you know, proof for anything that happens in the future. So we've uh, done a lot of work to the house, and obviously I've had to be on hand to like hands on to yeah. to help with that and run the business. But you you find a, a good way of doing it. But the life uh, the lifestyle is is absolutely fantastic. And there's probably a lot of people that are. <clears throat> thinking about making the transition to being self-employed, but they've got some concerns um, the usual fear of what if it doesn't work? What mm. if, am I good enough? Self-belief. Um, I mean, what would you say to someone who is currently an employed estate agent that's thinking about this model? Have you got any advice on? Um, I mean, I mean, they're, they're given so much of our training when they first start as well. So if they've picked up any bad habits from other estate agents, then don't worry, you get the, the, the as much support from the, the Newman community as, 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 as they would, you know, as, as you can shake a stick at, really. So um, if you're a good estate agent, if you're selling three houses a month, four, five, six houses, that's when you get into the real money. There isn't anything that should change if you made the transition to... Um, to, 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 to say being powered by Newman's or in partnership with Newman's, it should only really, you know, reward you more for the same sorts of mm. figures with any um, wealthy uh, people. You know, there's a certain element of risk that everybody's taken along the way somewhere yeah. or else everybody would be, you know, spanking around in Porsches. Yeah. So look, if you're confident in your, yourself as being a, a good estate agent who's still prepared to and, and, and does still embrace learning a lot there's no reason I can see all around me every all the all the new guys are yeah. doing so well yeah and the great thing is uh, and this isn't necessarily to promote numerous I mean I'm, I'm talking about the self-employed model wherever people are whichever model they go with but yeah, do it. in our model 
but you literally spend a day with, you know, we have a rec- an induction week um, and yeah. you literally spend a day with the new new people talking about exactly what you do every step of the way. So, yeah. I mean, I, I know they find that invaluable and it's a great um, platform to, to, to move uh, into being successful. But First of all, I thought, well, do I want to give everybody my secrets? Um, but then... You know, I could basically do a YouTube video of everything that I do in, in, in my business at Brendan Pettigrew Partners, deliver it to the phones of all the estate agents in, in and around me. And um, I don't mind sharing those uh, secrets because most people won't do them anyway. So. That's exactly true. It's exactly <laughs> true. Um, and then I just want to talk about the financial rewards, you know, and everyone is interested in, well, how much can I earn, you know, and and you were on a good salary before as, as, as a managed director. And there's probably people out there that are very comfortable in their current roles on a, on a good salary. But what you can earn on this model um, is really there is no there's no limit. And um, I'd actually planned to give you something today. Um, and in fact, I will give it to you because it's still worth mentioning that, you know, we have um, a 10K club and a 20K club and, and some people are in the 30K club. And, and you're in a 40K club. So this is, means that this is for people who've earned over £40,000 in a month. So <laughs> this, is, this is what I was going to give you. And I'm, and I'm still going to give you this because you can put this on your wall. And this is a, a phenomenal amount of money for a monthly income. So you, t- you take well. that. <laughs> yeah. But it was interesting before we started. Would, who would hang that on their wall at home, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. People do. Um, but, but this is interesting. We had a conversation before this uh, podcast and I said to you, well, you know, how are things going this month? And you know, what are you expecting to bank in fee income? So yeah, yeah I mean, t- tell us what is your fee income that you're going to be banking this month? Uh, this period will be uh, uh, 144,000 in fees. And you get 70% of that. So what's yeah. that to you in personal income that you're going to take home? Uh, it's 104,000. So just say that again, because I don't think people will either hear you or believe you, but 100 and- It's 104,000. Yeah. So we've hastily, now Brendan Pettigrew is a member of our 100K club. And so that's awarded obviously to people who have a an monthly earnings. So you've gone literally from earning 100 grand a year yeah. to now yeah. this month earning 100,000 um, pounds. That's incredible and phenomenal. Most people- can't even comprehend that. Um, but this isn't, we're not in London with expensive house prices. We're not in LA. You're in the Midlands, yeah. relatively average priced houses. Um, so what would be interesting is in our next chat to discuss mm. some of the things that you do yeah. um, to get those results because it's it's absolutely incredible. So yeah, um, thank you very much for your time today. Is there anything else you want to add about your journey? Have you got any reflection from like when you've started to your whole journey to where you are now? Could you summarize that for us? Uh, do I have any regret? Oh, I, do, I, would, do, do I wish that I'd have changed anything along the way? Um, probably I could always say that I could, I, I wish I'd have did this sooner, but that's just rubbish. It's I'm so happy with the, you know, the, the, the leap. And yeah. many people would think it would be a leap backwards from running yeah. a big company to, you know, being your own business. Um, but I, I, I really do feel that it is the, 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 you know, my ambition to own 
yeah. my own business and it is uh, yeah. Brendan Pettigrew and Partners and, and it's doing really well and I'm really proud. Yeah, well, you, you sh- definitely should be proud. I know your clients are very happy. Uh, your wife and daughter are very happy. You know, you've created a great lifestyle for them and for yourselves. And uh, it's a pleasure for me to see. Like I get a lot of reward and satisfaction from seeing people do well, uh, for being part of that in some way to, um, to see, to see them, them achieving their goals and, and earning a great income and, and being successful. And you're a, a great example of that. And hopefully this will inspire other people and other estate agents that are sort of on the fence thinking maybe I should go self-employed, you know? Um, so, and if anyone wants to follow you, they can find you, uh, Brendan Pettigrew on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. follow what you're doing. And then, you know, we will have another chat about what you do and how you've done it. So hopefully that will give people some, some tips that you can share. So, um, yeah, I just want to say, finish by saying thank you very much for your time. Really yep. appreciate it. It's been fantastic. Thank, thank you. you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like more information about becoming a self-employed estate agent, I will add a link in the description. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.